0: the Pistol packing Mountain Mama Health Nut. Welcome back to Throw Out the Trash. I'm so glad you're here. So today what I want to talk about is what happens in the body when you eat sugar. And it can be very detailed and I am not a, a doctor or a scientist. So I'll just try and keep it simple. I just want you to understand and maybe give you some tools to help you when it comes to picking out foods to eat that are not high in sugar. And you know it's okay once in a while to have a sugary treat. It won't hurt you if you have no underlying disease. Okay now if you have hypoglycemia then yes you can't have any sugar at all. Now most women consume 15 teaspoons of added sugar per day most men consume 19 teaspoons of added sugar per day and the American Heart Association says nine teaspoons a day for men and six teaspoons a day for women is okay. Okay so there's two types of sugar one is natural like fruit which has fructose in it and then there's added sugar which is like your table sugar also called sucrose So what happens inside your body when you eat sugar? Well every cell uses glucose for energy and glucose is a form of sugar but you don't have to eat it to get this energy because your body makes it from the food you eat and it makes it by breaking down proteins, fats and carbohydrates. It starts in your mouth when you start to eat it and you produce saliva, it starts to break the the food down It travels through your digestive tract and then is absorbed into the bloodstream. And then your blood sugar levels rise. Okay, and then there's an organ in your body called the pancreas which sits behind your stomach. And when it detects sugar in your blood, it releases a hormone called insulin which regulates the glucose. So the more glucose you have in your blood, the more insulin is going to be secreted now whatever glucose isn't used by your body for energy it's stored in the liver and in your muscles and also can be converted to fat so if you're an inactive person glucose stays in these organs and it also stays on your hips and thighs there's an old saying a moment on the lips a lifetime on the hips which i think is pretty funny (laughs) okay so Table sugar is not the only thing that can be a problem to raise your blood sugar levels. Remember how I stated at the beginning that your body can make glucose from the food you eat? Okay so some foods break down quicker than others. Of course sugar is faster. Well which foods are better to eat? How do you know? Is there a cheat sheet? Yes there is. And it's called the glycemic index. This index tells you how fast food breaks down into glucose and it was coined in 1981 by a man named David J. Jenkins and his co-workers. And they gave each food um, a number and they classified it as low, medium, and high. And then they ranked it on a scale from 0 to 100. So the lower the number, the less it affects your blood sugar. And here's the scale. Low would have a number of 55 or less. Medium 56 to 69. High is 70 or above. So here's some examples. Watermelon has a glycemic index of 72. White rice, 89. Wheat bread, 70. So those three are high. They break down quickly. An apple is 39. Tomato juice is 38. Those are low, so they break down slowly. And a white potato is very high, which is 104 okay now there's things that can change the sugar content in a food if you take a, like a banana for example a green banana has less sugar content in it than a ripe banana and also how you cook the food sometimes determines how much sugar is in it okay so besides having a glycemic index there's another chart you can use and it's called the glycemic load well what is that? that's the number of carbs per serving in that food, and it's in grams. So it's the number of grams determined of carbohydrate determines how much insulin the pancreas needs to, sec- to secrete. A high amount of carbs, insulin secretes. The pancreas secretes a lot of insulin. Low carbs, not much insulin, if that makes sense. Okay, so there's a the scale for the, the glycemic load. And this scale is, so if it's less than 10 grams it's low, 11 to 19 grams is medium, and greater than 20 grams is high. So now I'm going to go back to those six foods and I'm going to give you the glycemic index number and the glycemic load number. So watermelon, high glycemic index number of 72, but has a low glycemic load number of 7.2 so that will not spike your blood sugar white rice glycemic index 89 glycemic load 43 so white rice is going to break down quickly and it has a lot of carbs in it so you're going to get a big rush of insulin wheat bread glycemic index of 70 glycemic load of 7.7 so it breaks down quickly but doesn't have a lot of carbs in it Apple glycemic index 39, glycemic load 6.2 tomato juice glycemic index of 38 glycemic load of 3.4 so neither one breaks down quickly and there's not a lot of carbs so they're great to eat. White potato had that high glycemic index number of 104 also has a glycemic load of 36.4 And I've heard it said that eating a white potato is the same as eating a candy bar. And that's a bummer. Okay, so these two charts that I just gave you, there are actually apps for those that you can get on your phone. They're going to charge you a little bit of money for them. um, But they're really handy to have right there on your phone. You can also get free charts online. And where I got my information today was from a website uh, www.doctorshealthpress.com and I'll put that in the description below so you can look that up and I'll just kinda help you kinda know where to start when you, if you're trying to cut sugar out of your diet okay I hope that helps um, if you have any questions send me an email it's uh, lifetop7 at gmail.com and I'll get you an answer back if you have any other suggestions that you want me to talk about also send me an email Okay, I want to talk about a, a company that I partnered with called 3. And 3 stands for Three Pillars of Science. And one of the products that we have is called Purify. And it's just a daily whole body detox. And when you hear the word detox, you're thinking, Okay, I'm not going through that because you have to stay by the bathroom all day long. And it's, this is not like that at all. It's just one small capsule in the morning. It works at the cellular level. You don't even know what's happening, but what it does, it's just an advanced blend of cleansing herbs and fulvic acid. So what it does, it detoxifies and cleanses five different organs, liver, lungs, colon, kidneys, and skin. It supports your body's elimination organs to remove toxins, increases nutrient absorption in the body, helps support a healthy weight, so that's huge, eliminates heavy metal toxins which we get a lot of. Um, And it's just gentle. So if you have questions, you want to know more information about this product and other products that the three company has, check out my website. It's genieolson.iii.earth. That's J-E-A-N-N-E-O-L-S-O-N.3i's.earth. Okay, on to mountain adventures. Okay, so we we live up in the Rocky Mountains of East Idaho, and naturally I like to go for walks. And I go down through a lo- uh, what we call our logging road. Years ago they came in and logged some of our trees, and so they left this two-track dirt road. If you can imagine, it's just covered with pine needles. The types of pine trees we have are called um, Douglas fir. And then we also have Quaken and Aspen and Sarvisberry bushes and grasses and all just kinds of different bushes. And this road winds through this timber, and so I love to go walk. And one cool summer morning, the, the skies were so blue overhead. The air was crisp and clean. There was just a light breeze rustling through the trees. The chickadees were happily singing. Everything was well. And I had my three dogs with me, um, two adults and a puppy. And the, what they are is they were, they're were, Border Collies, Australian Shepherd, Blue Heeler Mix, and they're the, older, ugh, blah, blah, blah. the adults' names were Kendra and Mario, and then I had one sweet little puppy with me, and she was born deaf, and I was trying to teach her hand signals, like to sit and to come, and so it was really fun. So the three of us set off that morning on a, a nice, just a nice, calm walk. And we get about three quarters of a mile away from home. And these two animals cross the road really quickly in front of us. And I thought they were coyotes. And our dogs are trained to chase the coyotes out of the yard. We've had coyotes come right up and look through our windows. And so we've trained the dogs, if you see a coyote, get them out of here. And whenever a coyote sees one of our dogs, they'll just go running. And so, of course, the dogs take take after these two coyotes, or what I thought were coyotes, I thought they'll just be back in a few minutes. Well, they didn't come back, and then all of a sudden I hear this huge dog fight, growling, yipping, snarling, branches and twigs were snapping, and I realized that was not coyotes, that was wolves. Now, I always carry a firearm with me, and that day I had a, a thirty eight special with just a little two-inch barrel. I never intend to use it. I I guess I carry it, it makes me feel better, but I also carry it because it's small and fits in my pocket. So I shot the gun, my gun up in the air to bring the dogs back. They came running to me, and the two bigger dogs kept on going, and they ran all the way back to the house. And I'm like, wow, thanks for your protection. But the puppy stayed with me. And then here come the two wolves back up onto the logging road. They were definitely bigger than my dogs. And they were eerily calm. They weren't scared of me at all. And what they wanted was that puppy. And I knew that they would take me out to get that puppy. And what they wanted to do the puppy was just to kill it. Now, I don't like to kill animals. I don't hunt. I just carry for protection into target practice. But I thought I have to do something because it's either me or the wolves. So I took a shot and I hit the ground in front of them. I thought I need to get a little bit closer, my gun's too small, so I stepped closer. Well, okay, one little step, (laughs) and I fired again. Now I either hit underneath them or I hit one because one jumped up in the air about three feet, and then they ran up into the timber. I never did see them again. You know, I always wondered if maybe one of those wolves is missing a kneecap. Well, the puppy and I headed back to the house, walking fast, okay, running. I was continuously looking back, checking my surroundings, because I was not sure whether where the wolves were. Maybe they circled around and got in front of us. But we did make it back to the house safely. When I got there, one dog was hiding, that was Kendra. And then the other dog, Mario, he came out and sat by me, definitely shaking and upset. My husband finally got home that afternoon, and all I said to him was, I'm gonna need a bigger gun and I now have several okay hey guys make sure you check out my website throwoutthetrash.podbean.com that will give you more information about me and also about the three products and um, also email me and let me know what you think and remember this it's the small habits that will change your life how you spend your mornings, how you talk to yourself, what you read, what you watch, who you share your day with, what you eat, and how you exercise. Go make your day great. And remember this, God loves you. You are somebody. See you next time.